Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. So That's bullshit. That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is... That's... Is it only you and me, Shay? Well, uh, looks that way, boy. Oh, man. How you been? Feeling? How you feeling? Oh, pretty good. Went ahead and stayed home, worked from home today. How'd that go? Pretty good. It's crazy how bad it was just so getting stuff done. I usually don't have time to get nothing done during the day, but uh, today I did because, you know, I didn't have any interruptions. Usually I got one or two people to come to my office and, they'll, you know, they'll knock out 30, 45 minutes. And before you know it, I mean, it's two hours after your day going. Then, you I mean, goes by what quick. Is, what did I talk to you about? Huh? You know, it's bullshit. Random stuff. All different kinds of things. can be... Can be work related, can be other stuff, you know, it don't matter. All different kinds of stuff. They get in your office early in the morning to ask you what we're gonna do for lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. Yeah, they'll hey, usually they'll usually come by. What we doing for lunch? Yeah, I get that. What time are we going? When are we going? Uh the ladies, man, they they want to go early. Like they want to go less like at eleven thirty. I wanna go late. I hate coming back and it's like I got four hours left. Like I wanna come back and have three hours left or two hours left, you know. I want to be, you know, come back and like, okay, it's almost done. You know, because you come back and you got four and a half hours left. Fuck, that's, that's most of your day. So yeah. you got all this shit. You got to just work straight. Like, I want the list to be a break. No, I'm not for, yeah, I'm not for that either. I'm not for no. that. The ladies, they, they, they would go, they would go first. They would just get there an hour late. Like, if they could just get, take their lunch first thing in the morning, that's what they do. And oh, not take a lunch, not, just work through it. How's birthday go? How'd your Christmas go? Oh, it was good, man. We had a lot of people over here. Uh, had a good time. So Brittany, Brittany and her kids got you sick? <laughs> what you saying? Yeah, they're a little girl. Um, I don't know if Aaron listens to this or not. Whatever. I, I guess I can't stop him. Uh, he always listens to the ones where I, I'm running my mouth. But um, no, they're a little girl. She got uh, she Her nose was running. She was crying, and she's kind of cranky. And I was, you know, I was playing with the kids most of the time, minding my own business. Sarah and Brittany were off doing something, and Josh and them were upstairs playing video games because I had all the game systems on. And um, I go downstairs, I was like, what's going on with her? And they're like, oh, we think she's running the fever. And we got one of those temperature guns here. And I was like, okay, well, we got plenty of meds here. And my and, and uh, Ruth and uh, my mom were like, no, 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 no. And I was like, why? And they said, oh, well, Brittany doesn't want them to do that. And I was like, well, whatever. I just went in there, took uh, some Tylenol, pumped it in the kid's mouth, went about my business. And within a few minutes, she was fine. Wait, and then, I, then I got to worry. I was like, oh, crap, what if she's allergic to Tylenol? And that's why they're weird like that. Because they ask you when you go to the doctor, like, are you, are you allergic to Tylenol? And I was thinking, oh, shit. What if she's allergic and she starts, you know, she starts breaking out? Then what am I going to do? You know? So I'm sitting there thinking, oh, God, kid, please be okay. And uh, she was fine. But, yeah, I was nervous, man. When I, when I, when I got to thinking about that, because I'd already done it. I'd already, I'd already squirted it in there. 
And she you knows she sucked it right down. And then I got to thinking, oh shit, what if they're weird about this because she's allergic to it? So on a scale of one to ten that they listen to it, so Aaron rags you, uh, uh, rats you out just to be funny. How pissed would she be? Oh, they, I, I don't think she would be as mad. I think her husband would be more mad so, if he so they, don't, so they, they don't believe in medicine, though. They don't believe in that. I guess well, not. I mean, I, well, I like, I don't know the extent of it. I don't know if we sit down and talk to him. He might just be, hey, you know, they don't need all that meds. They need to build up their immune system. He may just have a stronger threshold for it, but I don't know. The way they were acting was really weird. And I was like, it's, it's, I'm only putting three milliliters of Tylenol into her. The, it's not going to do, it may not even do anything, you know, it's a little bit. And she's only one, you know, so, you know, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think he's just kind of, you know, he's just worried that you make him, if you, and there, there's some truth to that. Like, there's a reason why kids have peanut allergies, because then nobody's giving them peanuts. Um, you know, that's where that's coming from. So, I mean, there is some truth to being too clean, too germaphobe. It'll get you sick. But, I mean, come on, man. You know, your, your immune system ain't going to beat it all. It needs a little help. There's a reason why they invent that stuff. My grandfather uh, never never liked taking a pain medicine. Because you, you, you could take pain medicine and you, you feel fine, but you can be hurting yourself more at the same time. So yeah, I mean, the idea is you, you take that stuff and you're supposed to just chill out. You're not supposed to go back to work hurting, you know, just because you feel okay. You know, me, you, and the other old timers, we don't believe in that. Oh, I don't feel good. If shit, go back to work, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, I was sitting here working. I mean, I, the only reason why I didn't stay in the office, I didn't want to let people say, oh, you're sick. I can't come in there, or, you know. Oh, you're sick. Why don't you go home? Why are you here? I didn't want to hear. I don't want to hear that all day long. Why don't you just go home? Why don't you just go home? Then your boss on the phone. Shane, come up, Shane. I won't call you. Don't come up here. I won't call you. <laughs> Shane, so, you feeling good? What's your temp say? What's your temp say right now? I don't have it with me. It's downstairs. But I mean, I was fine this morning at work. I, I wasn't running the temperature. Well, you look rough. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what Sarah's saying. You know, so whatever. <laughs> well, this isn't a conference call of. Great importance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that picture Jane was showing us of sitting under his bed, is that the sex doll underneath his bed? Oh, yeah, I guess he got that damn doll in. So is that what that is, a sex doll? He said he was yeah. going to have a conversation, but either he was getting one or his friend was going to loan him one for a part in his movie. I wonder, so, uh, I wonder what model is it. You think it's just like a mannequin, or you think it's like one of those really nice ones that you see on TV? I don't know, Chad. If I was giving away a sex doll, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a nice sex doll, you know. And, uh, again, I don't know what sex doll what sex doll go for these days. I don't know. How well, I thought dolls. I thought the I thought the high end ones were like a few thousand dollars. I thought you're going to be like ten k. If he gave it away for fifteen, if he gave, I mean, I don't know. That's what I thought. Like the real like the real dolls, the ones that they kind of look like uh, people. You know, I don't know what this one is. I don't know if it's just a mannequin, but I, I know. But how lonely are you, though? Not making fun of Dale, Aaron. They, they make a lot of money, man, because <laughs> you get that doll. You know, think about it, John. Let's say you got the. Let's say you, you know, you're you're ugly. Let's just say you're ugly, and nobody likes you, but you're a nice person. But nobody likes you because you're ugly. Let's say there's stuff for fucking. Say your nose just as ugly, or you're, you know, you're just fat in the wrong places, or you're skinny in the wrong places, and it just doesn't look right. Uh -huh. And 
no, but no girl dates you, and the girls you do get, you're just not attracted to them. It's not not that you're rude or anything. You just don't like them, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's this company, and they said, hey, you could have the girl of your dreams. <laughs> and she's never she's not gonna talk back to you. She's not gonna she's not gonna make fun of you. She'll always listen. You know, you got the cash, fork it over. They, they say they make they do a lot of business in Texas. So I guess there's a lonely, lot of lonely bastards down here needing the companions. My thing is, is they all kind of look the same. Like, change up. Give me some variety. You know, I want to see somebody. They all look like they've got real big eyes, and they are always got their heads tilted. And they're always like, you know, and their lips are really big. People, Can we get some variety? You, you guys see, you go watch a lot of anime. That's why people, they say they like the big lips and the big eyes. And they like looking up at you. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, I can I can see the anime influence in those damn in those bots. You remember they were going to open that brothel up in Houston and they had to shut it down, the robot brothel, and they're like, "No, don't get it in here." Let's see what the big deal is. People got the money, they got the bots. Let's make a deal. Well, can you, can you imagine being the, the maintenance guy? Oh yeah. Like, oh, what's your job? Well, dude, come on, man. I'm gonna pay you great money. I'm gonna pay you twenty-five dollars an hour. But your job is literally cleaning the semen out of these things and uh, yeah, put them- yeah. Yeah, it's a rough job, John. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I mean, say at least twenty-five. Say at least, at least twenty-five. I mean, some, some people that are like big into the business, they're worried that people are going to get start getting these bots or the, the dolls or whatever, and take them home and just start beating them and like torturing them and shit, like cutting them <laughs> and just being fucked up with them, you know. But and other people are saying, well, yeah, they're not doing it to people, so who cares? But then, like the guys that are making AI, they're like. Well, we're trying to make this a person. You can't torture it if it if it, if it becomes as a conscious. I don't know. I'm, I side with uh, I side with Admiral Kane on that one. The robots fucking kill them. Like I don't care. So you're those people in a AI chasing down a robot just to destroy them. Yeah, you you got to kill them. They're gonna. They're, it's just a matter of time if they realize. You know what? Humans kind of suck. You know. Just you know, you got to take them out. In all reality, we are lazy, Shane. If you can give me someone, hey, a thousand dollars, we're gonna get this robot. He'll do dishes for you, cut the grass. He'll, you know, basic chores. Thousand dollars, like yeah, he'll do, do all the chores. Come do something, he'll get it done. You won't care. It doesn't, you know, have no feelings. He got charged every night. You'll never have to do a chore again. <laughs> yeah, whoever makes that robot's gonna be banking, man. That's the company to invest in. Let me make us some fucking money. Oh, you want yeah. a Coke? Okay. Go get your Coke real quick. Oh, what? what? Oh, run down there real quick. Walk down well, there real quick. And get I know the bots aren't very good, but they've got those bots set up in the stores now. And it's it's just a matter of time. I was looking online because I was thinking, man, I could I could design a bot right now for my industry that could that could really save us a ton of money. There's places, I think there was a place up in Michigan, they've already got one. Like they already rolled it out. And uh it's just a matter of time for somebody's like, yeah, you know, we could we could save a lot of money by just having these uh, probation bots out here. You got your store bots, your criminal I mean, justice like, bots. Uh, Elysium. Yeah. Like an Elysium, he goes in and just talks to the robot. You, you're, you know, you, you're actually, yeah, what do you call it? You're, uh, something to your, something, your aggressive game is rising. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that you're angry. I can tell. What well, about, uh, but will they ever... I don't know. So do y'all do y'all worry about robots at your job? Do y'all worry about them coming in? Like when you see when you saw the inventory scanner, did anybody panic? The what? The inventory scanner, the big robot that goes down and oh, scans really everything. Good, man. Yeah, they shame. We're not, you know, maybe in like 
50 years, 50, 80 years, you might got robots that can stock. And, but at the end of the day, you, you need someone that interacts with customers and needs to put stuff on the shelf. Uh, you need people to, 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 you know, stuff like that. You, we, yeah, we got the machine that, that washes the floors. That thing don't work really. It don't work with crap. Central I saw one the other day. It's my floor just fine. Doing a damn yeah, good yeah. job. <laughs> some some about good with, you know, some other places that they, they, they know it's automated. They didn't like fucking with it. You know, yeah. places like, you know, it's just, it's just how it is, you know. I don't know, man. That was, an old, that was an old janitor. Remember that janitor at uh, 1801 that was bringing down 80K a year just being a janitor? Yeah, that robot no. took his fucking job. <laughs> he, he just got in. He just got in with a good, the good, the good, the good time. He still got merit raises. He got raises. He got, you know, you know, he just lived that during that time that it was easy to get a raise. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, they took all that away from him, though. <laughs> And for you, Shane, what is it like? Every year, you gotta get dressed, go up there, see the boss. They got to do a review for an hour, talk about what you think you did, what you think you did good, what you think you did bad. What you do yeah, you know that's the thing though. Anything at work, because he's the last year he gave me like a freaking outstanding review, and my next review is due uh, this month in January, and uh, I predict it'll be another good one because the year has just been so crazy. So he's given me really good reviews, but he's usually late on them. I usually don't. Well, we probably won't get to it until March. So, but I have to do my reviews with my staff, um, you know, every month. And, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta take it seriously. You can't just walk in there and just be like, whatever, you know, you gotta listen and they'll always talk about things they want you to work on or things that, uh, you know, it's going good, but I've always gotten good reviews with him. Uh, some of my other supervisors in the past, no, they was always like, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. But he's, he's actually pretty good. You're good at, at like, what I've always liked to see is, I've always seen, you're good at keeping crap out of his hair. Yeah. As long as, yeah. As long as like, you're keeping people out from his door. Like, Shane, I want to talk to the boss. Why? Why, why, why are you going to talk to him? Talk to me first. Yeah. What do you want? Outside, yeah. you need to talk to him. What's up, yeah. brother? I don't want nobody talking to that man. And I really don't, it really gets out of control when it's in somebody else's area. Because I really, because then I can, because if they, because they'll go tell. But the people in other areas, they let, they want their boss involved in everything. I'm like, guys. Don't let her involved in your shit. You got to keep her out. You know, don't let her let, don't let her in. It's the same thing with him. I'm just like, hey, I just need to feel all this crap and let me take care of it because the way he wants to deal with it is when a problem comes up, he's like, I never want to, I want that, to, I never want that to happen again. Well, the only way you can make sure it never happens again is you got to check every single thing for now until eternity, and you can't fucking do it. You don't have enough time. So I try to field as much as I can, get it fixed before it gets to his attention. Then I call and say, hey. This issue came up, but we got it handled. Everything got handled, but this issue came up. And versus, oh hey, well, this got messed up, and it's just letting you know. No, are you are you that uh, that uh, manager that goes, hey, had a problem, I fixed it for you, I got your brother, or you got one of those things like he doesn't take care of him, you know? <laughs> so I like the second way better. That's the second way is how I am with my staff. Like as long as I know, I, my default is they're going to take care of it. Uh, but if they tell me they got it done, then fine. I'll be like, okay, well, they said they got it done. Uh, I, he's more of the first one. He wants me to tell him that it's taken care of. So so your boss is kind of, all right, if she's not telling me nothing, that means he's handling the issue down there. He's not bothering me. Right, right. right. Well, that's why I, well, every now and then I do have to check in. Because if I let it go too long, he's going to come down there seeing what's going on. So I got I to give him a little taste every now and then. Like, oh, hey, this was messed up. We fixed it. That way, he's like, okay, yeah, no, Shane's on it. He's fixing problems down there. 
You know, every now and then just give them a little taste. You know, throw a little bit of bait out there. Uh, but that's what I mean. So, so uh, he's never gone like, sir, we had a problem about fixing it. So why are you calling him? No. <laughs> no, no, no. He's never said that. Thank God he's never said that. And that's good because I've seen my thing is if I could give him just enough to show that, hey, you know, I'm taking care of it. Because the problem is there's there's so much bad, and it's not just my area, it's everybody's area. But there's so much bad. If you really dig in, you'd be like, fuck, man, we're gonna have to put in 80 hours a week to get this shit fixed. Because things just get so jacked up. I, I can see you going, okay, yeah, if he answers you like that, he's like, all right, I'm never gonna turn my fish one of your problems again. You know, I'm gonna yeah. take care yeah. of it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You learn. I've learned. I've learned the hard way what problems to bring to him, what ones not to, and you just got to pray you can get that shit handled before it gets up there. You know, like please let me just get it handled first. I, I knew a guy. Um, every year, every at every evaluation, he would take a. Uh, he had a, like little mini notepad, and he would write down. And he thought it was a big deal. He write it down like, okay. I fixed this issue, or I did this, or I stayed and did this or that, or whatever bullshit. So when his yearly evaluation came came up, he'd be like, "Well, we think you did this, or you didn't perform in this area, or sales, or this that." Hold on, wait a minute. Back in January, uh, I did this. In this date, I did this. Oh, and here I moved this. I did. I got this much profit this day. We went down because of the the, the hurricane, or he would write every single thing down. Yeah. So every time he went to a meeting, he brought a stack of little books with him. Like, well, let's go. Yeah. Let's get started. You know, I'm gonna- yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's definitely good if you're if you're an employee and you, you want to prove yourself. Because, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'll get some of them in my room, John. And I'm like, I don't remember what this fucker did this year. Like, you know, he's fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't really look at it. And they, well, they expect you to remember that, Shane. Hey, Shane, yeah. you remember what you stayed almost overnight to get this done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have I have one guy. He did a he did a really big thing this year. Like the guy that my assistant supervisor, like he really he did something like the director noticed. Like everybody, it's a huge deal. Saved us a lot of money. It ended up being this big thing, and I totally forgot it on his eval. I'm sitting there reading it, and I'm thinking, how did I forget this? Like everybody talked about it. It was at three. We had three department meetings about it, and it was all him. And I totally blew that. So I had to I had to add it in at the very beginning. And I was like, oh yeah. And I forgot to mention this and that, but yeah, it should have bumped the score up like one more, one more percent. But I fucking, I'd forgotten it. So, are you that boss, Shane? If you're frustrated, I can do nine nine things. You remember that one bad thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on it depends on where you get burned. It depends on what it is they burn you on, right? Like, there's some things I can let go. Like, if you're uh, if you're late, I don't really care about that. You know. If you like it all the time, all right, I, you know, whatever. But if you like, I don't know, if you lie about something I did, uh, we're done at that point. You know, if you tell a story on me or if, or if I tell you something in confidence and you spill the beans, like, I'm not going to tell you that shit again. You know, I mean, it's it's simple stuff. Uh, you know, I, there, I got one guy right now, like, I've got a feeling, well, I've got one lady, and I know she's doing something shady. I know it's shady. And whenever it breaks, it's going to be bad. I mean, it's going to be news bad. I don't know what it is she's doing, but my gut's telling me it's wrong. Something is not right, and I don't know what it is, but I don't really have the time to look into it. Like, I would have to – she's smart enough to cover her tracks. I'd have to really investigate, and I don't have the time to do it. But um, whenever that one drops, that's going to be a big one. That's not your your department, though, right? No, she's in my area. (laughs) 
I know it's something big. And I told my boss about it one time, man, it's like something don't feel right about this. And he's like, hey, man, can you just chill out and think about this logically for a second? You don't have any evidence. And I'm like, okay, but I'm worried. I know something's going on there. It's just the uh, way she is, man. She's just weird. Do, do you, are you saying like, like, are you doing the let her know I'm watching her thing? Or are you doing the stay away from her and let her burn herself kind of thing? Let her burn herself, man. It'll be so bad that, and then nothing I can do about it. It'll be one of those where it's like, well, like the guy that got caught with the prostitute or the chick that made the false claim on the deputy. I mean, that's a wrap. You, you screwed, you buried yourself, you know? Yeah, it'll, it'll be the same for her. It'll come up one day, and I'll be like, well, you know, that's what happens when you do that. Uh, it's kind of like when I uh, I want to talk bad about somebody at work or anything like that. I just don't do it. I just don't do it yeah. because every time I talk about something negative, back. that person or someone is like right there. So I've yeah. learned just to never say nothing negative at all. Just, just yeah. you know, I know some people just can't deny not doing it, but I just say nothing. I, I just say nothing at all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just it really depends. Like I've got a really tight circle of friends that I'm cool with. And then there's like the loose circle of friends after that. And then there's the people outside of that. There's some people that we all talk trash about, though. And they know it. They know we're talking trash about them. But we have to. They're assholes. And you know, when I hear they get, they get trash talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what that mean? I've always said that, like, no, I got friends and I got colleagues. And I got people I just associate, you know, I have to associate with. You right. know, and they're like, well, how big is your, your friend circle? Very small. Fucking small yeah. thing. Small, small, fucking small, small circle. You know, very small. I, and they're like, well, how many friends do you have? At least maybe under eight. Right. <laughs> eight people. Right. That yeah. really what, about, what about your colleagues? Oh, colleagues. I, all my people at work are colleagues. They're all work. <laughs> they might come friends, but we're not friends. I don't hang out with you at the work. I don't like, go camping with you. I'm like, but they're colleagues, people I have, to, I have to associate with. You know, that's the way it is. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's always, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's always interesting. But yeah, no, he, uh, he's a pretty cool guy to work for. It's, it's pretty fun. Like today, it's no problem for me to just set up work from home, get my setup. That's why I'm sitting differently. It's just where my work setup was. So it's pretty easy. Yeah, but I, mean, I went to the office and I'd set up and I'd be like, hey, man, I, I don't want people saying stuff. I don't want people thinking I'm going to get them sick. So I'm just taking my computer and going home. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It should work. Yeah. Well, I know you wear your mask, wear your gloves, wing it. When you write your office, and you, you know, took shit and ran right out. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, um, have you, do you remember that documentary? You remember that, uh, that cult, Heaven's Gate? That's familiar. It's the, the, the guy, he's a white guy, and he's got, like, white hair. It's really short, and he's looking at the camera, and his eyes are always open. He's always, like, and, and he's got, like, this purple black ground in the background, and he's always talking about UFOs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd seen that guy when I was a kid, man. One night, I'd stayed up real late. I don't know when I was bored as fuck, and I, I guess I was just watching TV. And I was flipping through the channels, and it was, like, Channel 39, like the, the really the crazy oh, channels, the ones you never watch. Yeah. And that fucker's on there, and he's talking all this nonsense about UFOs and how the comet, I can't remember what the name of the I think it was Haley's Comet or whatever, the comet was coming to Earth, and he was like measuring it out, and he's like, this is where we're going. Like, the ship is going to take us. And uh, I was watching a documentary today about it and how they fucking killed, you know, they did mass suicide. 39 people died, and then three more people after that killed themselves because they wanted to go with them. And one guy tried to kill himself. He failed, and he did it again, like the month later. 
John, they were castrating dudes up in that thing. They they castrated nine guys in there so they wouldn't have their sexual desires anymore. They would get they they were so they suppressed sex so much they they couldn't even have wet dreams. They called it nocturnal emissions. They're like, oh, you got a nocturnal emission last night. You had to report it. You had to go tell when you had a nocturnal emission. What, what dream? Happen, what would happen to you? Well, they would just you, tell them. They, they, you'd get like a demerit. Like they would be like, hey, you need to, you know, you need to purify your piece of sock. Yeah, you want to kick me out of cold? You know, you know. Oh, no, they don't want to kick you out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they want you to stay. <laughs> but you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to prove yourself. You're gonna have to make amends. And that's when they came up with the castration idea. They're like, okay, we're just going to have to chop your balls off because uh, you can't be doing this. And they did it. And the one guy, the first guy they did it to, they had a nurse do it, and she damn near killed the guy. And the guy in charge, his name was Doe. And Doe was like, oh, I think I made a mistake. Y'all go ahead and arrest me. Just call the police, take me to jail. And they're like, no, 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 man, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. And they found a real doctor that would do it and not, not kill him. But I guess you can go to a doctor and have your balls chopped off. That that only reminds me back to Fight Club when they put the rubber band around like they get rubber band they put the rubber band around a ball and they're gonna cut his balls off, you know. Yeah. That's what they do for uh, cattle, right? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so, with that being said, do you think like when people go join cults, is it more like? You know, they got nothing to lose. They're lonely, depression, and they just see this guy talking, and he's, like, doing his hands. And they're like, you got to believe in me. Look right here. Believe me. When I say this, you know, this could be your life. Look how happy I am. Look at me. Look how happy I am. Look, you want you to be with me. You. Well, they have, they have funny. You can be with me. Yeah, you know, like, you know. So they were talking to this guy, and there was a couple things going on. They talked to a professor. You know, they talked to a few professors in the documentary, like, how does this happen? Because these people were all smart. They weren't idiots. They were kind of tech savvy. They're geeks. And they're like, how could somebody fall for this shit? And they're like, well, you got to understand human nature. And they said, usually what will happen is these guys will be at some job and they'll have a bad day. And they'll be like, you know, God, please send me a sign. There's something to do. God, just send me a sign. Sod, send me, God, please send me a sign. And then all of a sudden somebody will be knocking at the door. Hello, would you have a minute? Talk about the good book. You know, and it's like, oh. That's the sign. You know, these people are just waiting for a sign. And then it just so happens that this little, the commercial will be on TV, you know, something will pop up and then you're in, you're hooked. And, uh, this guy, Doe, the guy that ran it, it was, it was Doe and T. So it was him and this chick and, the, and to, Doe was obviously gay. He was flamboyantly gay, but he was also old school Christian. So he was kind of conflicted, but he, he got this alien idea that I guess they went out in the woods for a couple weeks and, uh, Anyways, they went crazy. Well, the other thing is, is that people are easily to manipulate in groups. So there's this study, and they showed it, man. It was a legit, you know, study from the 70s. They had seven guys walk into a room, and one guy was the real guy, and the other six were actors. They were paid actors. And they would have these lines up, and they would have one line, and then they have three different lines beside it. And the one line in the middle would be the exact same size, but the other two lines were clearly different lines. And they do the test, and they would move the lines around, and they would try to match, you know, hey, which line matches number one? And after a while, they started fucking with the guy, and they were like, they would change it. And all the other people would say, oh, it's this one matches, and it would be like the shorter line. And they'd be like, that's the shorter line. And the guy would be like, um, yeah, that one. And he would just go along with the crowd. And they did the study again and again and again, and they found that uh, 
I think it was like two-thirds of the people will go along with it. Two-thirds. That means me, you, and Daniel are in a room. One of us is not going to believe it. The other two are going to say, yeah, that's right. That's just how it is. Two-thirds. How do I describe it? Do you think we would believe it? Like, no. Well, I mean, obviously, we we could probably figure out how. But, John, maybe it's something different. Maybe it'll be something like uh, the vaccine. Like you walk into a room and the people are paid to tell you the vaccine is good. And you're like, yeah, it's good. And you don't really know, you know. Are you getting vaccinated, by the way? Are you signing up? Uh, They haven't offered offered to us yet, but, uh, you know. We'll see what happens. How about y'all? Get, y'all? You get that RNA. Uh, they started. They're starting with uh, law enforcement first. I don't know how far down the chain we are. I'm sure we're far. But they did send out the, the waivers, like the disclosures and all that stuff to sign today. I watched one little video on it. Um, I might do. I'm going to read a couple more articles about it because it's so new. But everything's looking good so far. I mean, the only thing they don't know is the long term stuff. But if you're just telling your DNA, if all you're doing is you're sending a message to your DNA saying, attack this type of virus, I don't think that can do any, I don't think that'll do any damage. They're not, they're not changing your DNA. They're just telling your DNA, hey, you need to go after this guy. Me, me and Dan were talking, and John, and Dan was like, John, I know you only gonna want, you don't want to take it because you're always afraid about something's going to give you ED. That's why he never <laughs> fucking Yeah, you do talk about ED a whole lot. Like on your on your own thing, <laughs> talking about that <laughs> shit. Keep stopping with the ED shit. Always, every time something sounds different. What about ED? Like why? Are you that yeah, part? yeah. You kind of bring it up a lot. Um, you know, I mean, if it's something you're going through, I guess. Uh, no, I don't want to go through. That's why I was concerned about what would these chemicals do to my body. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's been times where it's like. You know, I'd be with some a long time ago, back in the day, where I'd be with some chick, and I'd be like, "Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's not gonna work. Like, I'm not. Why am I even trying? You know, like, you sometimes you just got to get yourself there. It's been so long ago, though. I don't know. That's uh, you know, that's a problem when you get married. You know, you kind of you kind of figure out the code. It doesn't take you that long. You usually get that figured out in the first year or so. And uh, from then on, it's just rinse and repeat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. I said too loud. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. There's only so much shit you can do. And the uh, but if you're if you're getting that problem, there's, there's plenty of solutions for it. I mean, we're getting at the age now, John, where we got to really start looking at testosterone. Um, you know, any any of that kind of stuff. Like, like I was saying that one podcast. I mean, things are just different when you get older. You know, we're we the thirties are gone. We're looking at forty. Forty's on the horizon for us. Forty, John. Turn thirty-seven tomorrow, Shane. You know. You remember when you were? Oh, happy birthday! You remember when you were a uh, when you were a kid? Remember how old you thought forty was? Remember yeah. when you went to the classroom? And your teacher said she was forty. You're just like, damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what you're wearing for your birthday? A, a fucking wig? You're gonna be a damn. Uh, uh, a, a barrister or some shit from a from like old England or something. You're gonna be a uh, for this year being a Johnny Exotic. Oh, Tiger King. You know, maybe you know. Oh, so you're gonna do a Tiger King thing? I don't know. It's just be me. It's just be me just walking around saying Carabasco all damn time. Carol Baskin, that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> so is would CC go as Carol Baskin? No. <laughs> 
And then, and then Jonathan, y'all, y'all have little uh, tigers running around. Y'all give them little tiger costumes. <laughs> Maybe so, I don't know. Carol's yeah. actually doing pretty good, right? Didn't Carol and she on like Dancing with the Stars or some shit like that? I mean, she like they don't know if she's a murderer or not. And, and I'm not judging her. I don't know the lady. Don't know. Don't care. Now, to me personally, you know, side note, whatever. I know we, we trailed off, but she just looks. Like a creepy person. If I saw this person in public, Shane, I started talking shit like that. I personally not want one by around, be around her. Now people see her on TV going. She seems just a nice, like a super nice lady that loves animals. No, I heard her talking and everything. No, she just sounds like a creepy ass person. Just talking yeah. about her. She sounds creepy to me. You yeah, know, I don't know how you feel about it, but she just sounds like a creepy ass person. No, there's something there. There's something there. I thought everybody they showed on that, uh, they were all shady, all of them, even her. Like she may have been the most that can fit in with society, but they were all crazy. Get a color shirt to show what ranking, how long you've been here. Like you just using free fucking labor, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, it must be nice. How do they brainwash some people into doing? I've never worked for somebody for free. Same thing. You get the opportunity to hang up tigers, feed the tigers. We get paid, no, but you get the free T-shirt and you get to say you work here. I remember when I was in college, you know, back in the day when I was living in the dorm, you know, I was broke as fuck back then. And the car I was driving was a piece of shit. And I got pulled over one time and I got a ticket and I go to the courthouse to pay it off. They're like, look, you know, it's going to be 240 bucks. You can work it off with community service if you want to. And I was like, hell no, I'm not working for free. I'll just pay the damn money. Probably should have, probably would have been smarter to work it off, but I paid the money. Like I'm not, not going to work for somebody for 40 hours, not doing shit. You know, not getting any money out of it. Well, I'm always... Anyone who knows me, I'm all for... Uh, if I see a homeless... I, can, I carry an extra blanket in my car for this reason, but if I see a homeless person freezing to death, hey, here's your fucking blanket. Probably in that fashion, you know, because, you know, I don't... But how we feel about homeless people, I'll be like, hey, man, here's a fucking blanket. Keep yourself warm. You know, uh, you ask me to go run a marathon or anything like that, what does it do? Nothing. Don't get credit for it? No. You'll give them a blanket, but you won't give a waitress a tip. What? They're not hurt. John, they got a job. That's what they need. At least they're trying. The bum up. What are we gonna do about what are we gonna do about bums though? Don't you get tired of seeing bums? What do you want to do about it? I mean, what can we do about it, Shane? You know. Seems like there should be something, man. I can't even go. I can't even walk down to the fucking library without passing like four or five bums, man. And they're all hanging out in front of the library. All of them are smoking. You know, they're dirty as shit. They're talking stupid stuff. And I'm not saying people are. I'm not saying they're animals, but god damn, man, they're, they'll be dancing like in the middle of the street. Like, and I'm not talking about like cool dancing. Like, hey, let's get to party. I'm talking like they look like they're about to fall over because they're so fucked up. I know. And it's the middle of the day. Shane, you, you would get someone a, um, who deals with them, they would tell you straight out, okay, if you're tired of them, do something about it. Do, help them. Help them. Hang on, hang on, No, you help them. Do something about it. Go join a, a, a food bank. Go join a something. Go join to help these people get up to help them. That's what they tell us, Shane. They tell us, go, if you're tired of them, go do something about it. It just well, seems like. What I want to do is, no one like my idea of making a community in the woods. No one like my idea. My idea was to make them take on the homeless people, get a job. No, you're going into the woods. You know, no one like my fucking idea, you know, of the, of the, 
Yeah, I never understood why they just don't go live out in the woods. You can go, you can go live off the land. You know, get find your little pond, get some fish. Exactly. You know, yeah. why you got to be in the middle of the city, man? God, it's already dirty enough. Now you got to be sitting in there. Well, you know, I get embarrassed. Like, so because there'll be people down there like touring to see historic Fort Worth downtown. And, you know, it'd be nice-looking people, and you can tell they're foreigners sometimes, like people from India or from Poland. Like, foreigners stand out. You know, they're not, you know, they're not from here. And then one of these fucking bums is, like, shaking and shit in the middle of the street, doing their little dance, talking to themselves, you know, with a cigarette, like, fucking about to burn themselves on it. Or they're sitting on the corner, you know. I'm just like, come on, man. Or they're just talking nonsense, like, hey, hey, like, just to themselves. Or I told them no. I told them no. And there's nobody around them. And you're just like, or they've got the, they've got like, I think I saw one dude, he had a fucking, uh, he had a package from, um, from five guys. It was, no, it was a, it was a it was a little burger package. He held it up to his head. Like it was a fucking phone. And he was talking up to it. My, my three-year-old does that shit. This is a grown man with a nasty ass beard, dirty ass fucking clothes with a hamburger wrapper up to his head, talking onto it. It's like the damn phone. And I'm, and you know, I can't enjoy just walking and strolling. And then you got to worry about the ones that are brave enough to come up and ask you for money. Like, what's up with that? You know? I, I, Dale was going to uh, give me shit. But I gave a homeless person half my hamburger one time. I, I, I was going uh-huh. and, uh, and I don't think I was going to give me shit. I have being COVID and shit. But I gave <laughs> half my hamburger. Wait, wait, you, didn't, you didn't, like, take it back. You just gave it all to him, right? You didn't, like, here's a piece and then sit there and eat it with him, did you? No, no, I didn't do that. Oh. So you broke off a piece and you said, here's your half or, you know, nothing wrong with that necessarily. But if you're like, if you're sharing it with him, then that's not, that's no good. <laughs> you don't need to share your burgers with bums, John. To make it, to make it, you know, to help the audience, everyone has their preference to uh, homeless people. If you don't live in, if you don't live in, we're a major homeless, homeless areas. You got Dallas, you got Fort Worth, yeah. uh, Los Angeles. San Francisco, uh, what's another one? Um, uh, Houston, Austin. Austin. So if, if you live in a small town or the community that, that doesn't have to deal with it, you don't know the struggles. Like, I don't know what you're saying. Well, what's the struggle home for? Like, you don't, they, they bug you, and uh, they're aggressive sometimes when asking for money. Uh, and, you know, where we grew up, you had one. You had Willie Jean, the $2 lady, and she'd always ask you for $2. So she go get her dip, get a lotto ticket, and dig around in your trash can. But she had a house. Like, she had somewhere to go. She's just bored as fuck. She didn't want to work. You know, that's not that's not somebody that, you know, these guys, man. I, Willie Jean was like, he could talk to Willie Jean. You know, hey, how you doing? She'd have this dip in her mouth. And she'd be like, how you doing? How you doing? Like, couldn't fucking understand her. But, I mean, at least she wasn't, like, all up in your shit, you know, and just acting weird. I mean, so like I said, like. It's easy with people in, in small towns. Uh, Jacob, uh, I don't know if Mr. Black has to deal with them. Or, uh, no, he's and, always out in the out in the moons. What uh, about um? What about you? Remember uh, Miss uh, Miss Johnny, the janitor from when we were in school? Yeah, she's dead. Oh, <laughs> just thought you should know about that. Yeah. <laughs> she's mean. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, she did her job. I mean, you know, I remember one time I was trying to tell the guys and they, they couldn't remember it, but I remember her mom had died 
and you know, just Miss Johnny was mean. Like she, she'd be standing out in the hospital, like shut your mouth, stand up, get over here, don't go over there, like don't, don't stay there, stop laughing, like just yelling at you, like, and you're just like, oh my god, like you've been dealing with these nice teachers all day, like okay, all right, John, let's put it up, John, that's not nice, and you get up there, Miss Johnny, be like, shut up, like you know, just, just snapping at you. Well, I remember her mom died, and uh, the principal, I can't remember if it was Hawthorne or Foster. I think it was Hawthorne. But they had to drag her out. She was screaming because she would found out her mom had died. And I just remember being, I was thinking that's when it clicked to me. I was like, oh, she's just a normal person like anybody else, you know? Like, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to think she's some kind of monster just because she yells at you. She's actually got feelings and stuff. Well, yes, yes, I know, but. Yeah. It's, it's, kind of who, it's like it's kind of like people who work in the um, the mental hospitals. You know that the people with mental illness or they got problems, so you understand it better. But you and me don't work in those kind of hospitals, man. We don't have that. City. We don't work for that. You know, man, like that. I'd, I'd be the worst person to help with mental health. I had a guy one time at mental health I was dealing with. And he was like, "Yeah, um, you know, the, the voices are they're telling me to, to do these bad things. I'll be sitting at home and they'll be telling me, you know, oh, you should go out and do this, and I'll be like, hey." Are they telling you what the lotto numbers are? Like playing some bullshit with them, you know? And they, they say that's a big no-no. And like one time I was fucking around, it's like, yes, I know who you're talking about. And I think you need to be careful. I think they are watching you. And I'm pretty sure I, I heard they were rolling by your house. And it's like, I knew it. I knew it, damn it. I knew they were coming by. And it's like, yeah, man. I, I, look hope my, I hope my facts are Fox News approved, for Daniel's sake. But isn't the... The young man that well, I don't think he's a young man. The man who blew himself up in the um, the Nashville. Uh, I know we're still getting facts in, but uh, and am I reading that he was just a conspiracy theorist that was scared of the 5G network? He's trying to take out a tower. It's looking that way. You know, there's this movement of uh, it's been around forever that people just don't like the feds, man, and I can see why. Uh, like I tell everybody, like. The feds are uh, the feds are. This is your conversation. They're watching you. Like if if the feds are watching me, they are fucking bored. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You got an easy ass job if you're watching me. So are they watching me and you right now? No, but this conversation is recorded, and they can pull it up anytime they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Like they shouldn't be able to do that. And what what Snowden was saying was he was like, yeah, you know. For the most part, they're just checking. Uh, they're just checking to see if anything pops up, and nothing ever does because people that want to go do terrorists, they're not dumb enough to use the phone. They just mail a letter to somebody's fucking house. They're not going to send you a text because they know it's being watched. But he said that uh, he's like some of these guys would. They would want to see what their girlfriends are up to, or you know, see if uh, see what their ex was doing. Like try to figure out their information, get in their mailbox, see what's going on with them, check up on their wives, check up on their husbands. You know, because that who's going to know? Who's going to watch them? That's what that's what he was reporting. That I think I think at first he was cool with okay, yeah, we're doing this thing, but we're doing it for the right reasons. We're we're keeping the terrorists out. But when he saw people like pulling their emails from their spouse and stuff and seeing what they're up to, see who they're calling, that's when he's like, all right, I'm, I'm blowing the whistle, you know. And he, and they really ain't fixed that stuff, even though they've declared it. A courts finally backed him up and said that what he did was uh, well, he was right. He still is. Uh, he still, you know, wanted. They still want to arrest him. I'm trying to think how I want to word it correctly. 
I thought it was more of algorithm. Algorithm. I was saying it fucking right. Of word word use algorithms. Like if we say certain words, like yeah. I don't want to say them, but like if you say certain like, words, good lines like terrorists, destroy America, stuff like that, communism, White uh, House, praise you know, Allah. Yeah, White House, Trump dead, kill Trump. Hey, these all these words came up in this video. Well, uh, Anderson, sit down, listen to this whole bullshit, and see what they're talking about. You know. So, yeah. And if you don't is listeners, we apologize right now to waste your time. Because I know that sounds paranoid, Shane, but just in case someone does have to sit down and listen to this bullshit, um, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think. See, I think the problem is they're not effective enough to do that. They're really what? just listening to people they want to fuck what? around with. What? YouTube did that too. You, YouTube did that to you. They heard you playing a song. Like, wait, whoa, we heard this yeah. in our algorithm or on our whatever the fuck we use. You can't use that for yeah. all, you know. Now that's yeah. an algorithm, and, and algorithms they'll uh, well they they don't. There's too many of them. They're not going to have somebody look at it. It's you got to be you got to have a lot of following for YouTube to get on there and say, okay, we'll look, we'll look at it because they because like even Joe Rogan when he because I don't think he's on there anymore, but when he was on YouTube, like they would uh, they would still pull his stuff. They had to tell him like, hey, we can't play this more than a few seconds, so they'll pull it. So, I mean, even that guy had to deal with it. You know, like, like I said, it's a crazy world. Like, and, and for me, Shane, if, if they want, you know, best, if they want to look at me, but, you know, like, okay, right now, you're wasting your fucking time, guys. Waste your time. You know, good, you know, enjoy your uh, month-long. Uh, oh, did you, uh, did you log in to watch Wonder Woman yet? Yeah, I watched it. What'd you think? You watched it, right? Yeah, yeah. Storyline was solid. The acting was B plus. CGI use, um, Smallville uh, worthy kind of story. Uh, that kind of like Cheetah. Um, as far as the part that got me the worst was the CGI and uh, the scene. The drag out of each scene had to be drug out. Like, you literally had to be dragged out of every fucking scene. Like, okay, why is this scene not fucking over yet? You know, they just kept dragging the scene. I'm like, okay, I could not make it for the women, but I am. Why are you dragging this shit out? Okay, it happened. Let's go. Let's go. Next next scene. Let's go. No, what? We still got to watch it? Okay. Okay. All right. Come the fuck on now. Can we, can we go to the next scene? That's what it was like to me. Every yeah. fucking. Okay. Hug him. Okay. Hug him. Hug him. Still fucking hugging him. All right, can we can we go now? No, still gonna fucking hug him. Okay, we're still hugging. We're still hugging. All right, come. Yeah. Every scene had to be Yeah. Yeah, that was long. Uh, hold on, Aaron, are you there? Yeah. What you doing, boy? I've been cleaning out my ear. Can you hear better? A lot better. Oh, so how's it, how's it sound? I can see my freaking eardrum. Oh, you're at the doctor right now? No, I'm doing it myself. Are you at work right now? No, I mean, I, that, the images I showed you are from a tool that I have that I use at home. You stole it from work? I, I, didn't, I didn't need that. to steal it from work. You can buy them online. I didn't get that. I didn't get that image. I didn't get that. that. That cool you don't video. want to see it, John. It's a picture of his fucking earwax. It's nasty. You don't want to look at it. <laughs> well, it's it, earwax. it looks like a 
Looks like a glob of dirt clogged up in his fucking ear. It looks like mushed up bug guts. Okay, so, so, okay, so, are you done with that? You got gear cleaned out? They go clean it out? You got no, I've, I've exposed about 75% of my eardrum, but there's still some in there that, um, the way this tool works, you start, you know, kind of rubbing on the uh, inner folds of your ear, and it starts to irritate it a little bit. It gets painful. So you can only do so much at a time. Are you supposed to be clearing all that shit out of your ears? Supposed to be? I mean, how the hell else am I going to fucking hear? Well, I thought you had to have some level of earwax in there. There's a reason why you got that shit. Uh, this shit is dark brown. It's almost black. So, no, I'm not supposed to have it in there. <laughs> why ain't it falling out? Why ain't it falling out? So, my left ear has been giving me problems ever since that bug chewed it up. Well, that was about 30 years ago. Uh, no, it has not been that long. It's been like 25 years ago. But anyway, it's the, the, the damage in there, it's, it's just not easy for me to, like my right ear, I can clean it out, no problem. But my left ear it always gives me a problem. And I had packed in some earwax down there and it just stuck in there. And, you know, I would clear it out a little bit, clear it out a little bit, but it wasn't enough. And so it just got so bad that I couldn't hear it all. So I stuck that little uh, plastic tip down in there with the camera on the end of it. And man, it worked like a charm. It hurts, but it, it got the job done. <laughs> so, when I got my, when I had an ear problem uh, three years ago, the the, lady, the doctor said, "Oh, you just got build up," and he he set the nurse in with some warm water, and she poured that's called it like ear the, lavage. And, and she, yeah, and she just squirted the water. She put the little tube in my ear, and she just yeah. squirted the shit out of the ear and let the water drain out. And the shit came, came pouring out. Why have they done? Could they, could they not do that to your ear? So even if they did that, they'd still have to get in there with a scoop. It's that thick in there. It's that old. So it's that it's that old and encrusted. <laughs> so it's half. John, it's gross, man. It's it's there was so much. I spent two days. I was doing this yesterday and today. I spent two days clearing this crap out. This is like something you would see on YouTube. And your hearing's a lot better. It's all better now. I can. I mean, it's a little sore from all the poking and prodding. It's like surgery, dude. I had to like literally minutely manipulate that tool and, and just twist it around little bits at a time. And then my arm would get tired. I had to take it out or I'd rub on a piece of my ear. I had to take it out. <laughs> so now when you hear, you're not going around saying, huh, anymore. I'm still going to do that. You know, I'm still going to do that. Interesting. Solve your own problems. One more at a time. All right. I like that. Well, I, I wanted to, to get it cleaned out with the ear lavage from my job. And, you know, they wouldn't have a problem with me doing that. But they nobody would do it for me. I can't just do it my damn self. So you uh, so you still got the job. You didn't get the write-up or whatever. That's right. We'll see. What were you worried about? Well, the week's not over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we can go. I thought that was last week. Yeah, but the my my boss lady's back now. She wasn't there all week last week. Well, if it wasn't a problem last week, it's not gonna be a problem this week. <laughs> if, in all, if, if if they haven't fired you yet, in all reality, they're either gonna tell you something on your eval when you do your yearly or whatever to get your eval, or they're gonna sit down and go, Aaron, this is the problem we had. 
Let's please not have it again. Here's your verbal. Hope if you gotta do verbal, here's your verbal. Here's your write up or demerit or whatever you want to call it. You know. Yeah, and just sign the paper, Aaron. Don't tell them no. I'm not. I'm not signing that. Just sign it. And move on. Because y'all know how this company works. All right, fellas. We we work for companies and seeing how companies we hear people complain from other companies and you know variety yeah. usually you know. You just got to sign the paper, Aaron, to sign it. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't hurt your pride or nothing. It's just, yeah, I fucked up. All right, you know you fucked up your sign. All right, bam. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. That's true, Dan, uh, John. I'm going to call you Dan. You know. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Well, I'm glad you can hear better. You know. I'm getting that vaccine tomorrow. Uh, so you, is it a two-parter? I think so, but I don't. I don't know for sure. I've got to go on my lunch break and get it. How much is that gonna set you back? It ain't. It's uh, for my company. Oh, sweet! So they're getting you. They're getting you all vaccinated. Well, we'll see. They, um, my employer worked out an arrangement with HEB, and HEB is where I'm getting it. So, what are your thoughts? So it's not available to the public. Um, it's only available to certain, you know, industries like frontline uh emergency responders frontline care providers and we're considered frontline even though it's no not really emergency um i i don't like the idea of getting it with such limited data out there but you know that it's the same concept of getting the flu vaccine i don't really have a lot of research behind that because i haven't looked at it but i can so, feel comforted that it's there you know but so, with, so if they're saying it's like a flu vaccine you're, you're going to get a little Soreness in your arms, you might run a little fever and move on with your day, right? You're the same. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. I heard the second one kind of gives you some symptoms. But not ED, right? <laughs> uh, why don't you tell me about that, John? Let me know how that goes when you get it. Would I take it? <laughs> That's my only concern. <laughs> I'm telling you, Shane, you need to you need to get our brother in law on here. Why? You know why. <laughs> Look, you tell me about vaccinations and how it's the devil's work. Yeah. <laughs> change, change about them. You ain't gonna change up crappy with mine. You ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna do it. No, and no I, I, just watched a, I just watched a four part documentary about a cult, and those people fucking killed themselves. You're not gonna change anybody's mind. Oh, and I was gonna tell you, John, their website still exists. Like from the right before they killed themselves, like you still go, it still looks like it was made in the 90s. Heaven's Gate, it's still up. What's that about? God, you mentioned it in the chat, but I don't know. Yeah, that, so this cult back in the 90s, they were in Texas, and uh, the guy in charge, he basically got them all to kill themselves. They drank this stuff with barbiturates one night, killed 39 of them. They said it, they left their vehicles to go to a UFO that was trailing a comet. And, uh, Does that have anything to, is that anything like Georgetown? No, no. I mean, it's it's a mass suicide, but Georgetown was like way more people. But Georgetown happened down in South America. Um, and that I was Jim Jones. But uh, this one, uh, this one happened. In, in, uh, they ended up killing themselves in a mansion in California, but they had been operating in Texas. And I, I remember I'd seen one of their infomercials. The guy would get on TV late at night and he had this purple screen behind him. He'd be talking about how they were going to ascend. They were going to leave their vehicles and go to the, uh, the Heaven's Gate. And, uh, they tried to recruit people, you know, nobody would fucking join. But they made uh they made the girls they had to all cut their hair short to look like guys. 
and they castrated some of the dudes because they didn't want them to have sexual urges. And if they had a they had a wet dream at night, they called it a nocturnal emission, and they made them they had to document that. They had to document anytime they had nocturnal emissions. Can you imagine living in that environment? Yeah, well, they I mean they they said that, and and one of the guys that survived it that didn't uh, he didn't kill himself. He got out of the group a few years before they did it. He said he still believed what they said. He still believes it that that there our bodies will ascend. That are, are why he did. He didn't fuck. He he left the group. Well, he was one of the ones he was beating off too much. He beat off so damn much they had to get him out of the group because they're like, look, man, you know. You... How did you get kicked out of a cult? It's a cult. You got kicked out. Of a cult didn't want you. You know. Well, they just told him they're like, hey, look, man, it's not for you. <laughs> we don't do that around here. And you're doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when, that's when they came up with the idea of castration. They're like, well, we'll cut your balls off. And they fucked up the first one they did. And the guy was like, all right, we're not doing that anymore. But then they found a doctor that would do it. And the doctors, uh, nine of them got castrated. And this guy was like, no, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. One guy ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one guy was eager to get his balls chopped off. He was happy about it. He was all laughing and shit. He's like, until they cut them shits off. He's like, this is just my human vehicle. I'm going to go. I'm going to ascend. The little nerdy guy had glasses on and shit. Cut his fucking balls off, and they fucked it up. They almost killed his ass. Yeah, wonder how. He well, I mean, that he did kill his ass eventually. He was one of the ones that you know. Yeah, killed himself. But no, Jonestown. That was this crazy fucking preacher in California. They got like everybody knows the story. People. Everybody knows the story. And uh, anyways, the, that's where the that's where the saying "drink the Kool Aid" comes from because he got him to drink this fucking Kool Aid. If you didn't drink it, he's wasting your ass. They had guys like AK forty sevens there. You fucking drinking the Kool Aid, and if you run and if you run through the jungle, that's your ass. You know what? What about the guys with the AK forty seven? They're ready to kill someone. Did they kill themselves after they saw everybody was dead? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like one or two of them probably ran away, but most of them all killed themselves. They were drinking the Kool Aid, John. Imagine that job. Okay, Shane Aaron. Well, the Kool Aid, you shoot them. What do you want to do after, sir? I want you to drink it too. So, <laughs> watch you all kill each other. Yeah, I, but yeah, but you, but you want me to keep me and Aaron to kill everyone that doesn't take it? Yes. So, you know what you want to do? John, do I would do my job and then I wouldn't drink that Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're normal fucking people. We're not in cults. No, no, I'd, I'd still make sure that everybody else did it. Then I would leave. <laughs> you you jump all the jobs in the, to the. <laughs> like, I, could, I, could, I could see why somebody would be like, all right, I'm tired of working a nine to five. I'm tired of watching TV. I'm tired of all this shit. I'm just gonna go live without these people in this fucking compound. We're just gonna live out there. We're gonna we're gonna work together. We're gonna have a good life. But the problem is it always gets fucking weird, man. There's always some old bastard that either you can't have sex or I'm the only one that gets to have sex. It's all it always gets fucked up, man. Like, why can't people just go out and live somewhere and be happy? Why is it always got to be boiled down to that weird shit? Well, it's not always that way. It's just the, the, you know, one big case ruins it for everybody else. Well, every cult I've ever heard of, they fucking, that's where the shit goes. It's always some well, old man. Uh, this is who you can marry. This is who can't marry. wife no more. I have your wife. Your wife yeah, that's my wife. Those are my kids. What do you want me to do? I need you to pray all the time. There's an alien ship to get here to pick you up, pick us up. That's what I need you to do. And and take care of the take care of the uh, farm. <laughs> I mean, as crazy as that fucking sounds, that's it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised one of us hadn't started a cult yet. For what? Like, what will be the premise of our cult? You know. 
I don't know. Aaron, you know some culty shit? I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, anyway, Aaron, did you watch Wonder Woman yet? No, I'm not really interested in in Wonder Woman. So, okay, so Shane, no, no, the last thing I was going to say, Shane, is the part that got me that was like the biggest upset is when, if you're listening right now, you haven't watched it, stop right now. But anyways, so the point I didn't get was when uh, Chris Pratt saw the thing on the fucking wall, like, what's this? Oh, that's some armor I found when I got here. That, that's it, huh? Just the minimum back, you, you, you drag every fucking thing out. But you give us a minimum presentation of how this fucking armor came into your possession. That that's part of tripped me out. That Chris Pine, yeah. not Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, I found that. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I just found that. Kept it. Okay. That that's it. Just no. You found what do you find? Found a fucking suit of armor. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do like that they're using magic though. They're not. They're not saying it's high technology. It's just straight up magic. She just turns the fucking jet invisible, and she just flies. I did this one time. You could what? You, you know, <laughs> it's magic, John. It's just magic. Fuck it. Fuck it. Don't write it and do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. He throws the throws <laughs> his cup like, at the camera. That, that's that's no one that got me. They don't talk about it at all. Like, hey, I'm gonna turn this. Okay. All right. Fuck it. I'll say this much. Overall, I like the movie, but it's got some problems. It's a little too long. Um, it yeah. didn't have as much badassery as the first one did, you know, where it's just she's fucking throwing tanks and she's fucking cutting people's heads off and shit. Yeah, like, it was just kind of it, it's kind of it was more Spider Man than Wonder Woman. It's kind of more like I'm your friendly neighborhood Wonder Woman. Like it wasn't like I'm gonna kill all men and cut everybody's dick off kind of thing. They're, they're too feely, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this guy. I love him. I love in, people. In the very last scene, I'm like, all right. Can't, are you gonna kill him, or would you just keep putting the feelings in it? Are, are we gonna do something? You gonna pull him off there or something? No. Was gonna? Okay, we're gonna keep doing this for five minutes, just to put the feels in him. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's more, more feeling based. Not enough. I'm just gonna stab you and kick you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like, okay, all right, you got him. Just, just shake him off. Just, you know. <laughs> now, see, they could that could have worked with Superman more than it could have worked with Wonder Woman. You know, Wonder Woman, you expect her to be a Spartan. You know, she's a fucking Amazon. She's a, a Greek goddess. She's the daughter of Zeus, a demigod. I mean, you it, know. It, it could she's be, an Amazonian. It could be working. There. She probably was trying to do, like, the Doctor Strange thing, Shane. Like, no, let's let's use more of our minds than violence. Let's, let's try this. And it failed. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense? Or she was trying yeah. to use yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say it was bad, but it wasn't like blow you away with epicness, you know. But it also the time period, man. If you're going to do something in the 80s, then make it about the 80s, you know. They didn't make it about the 80s. They're just like, oh, it just happens to be in the 80s. But the trailer, they made it. They had the, you know, the techno 80. They had, you know, the Blue Monday playing in the background. They're going to a club. You're like, oh, shit. There's going to be who some playing in the background? Huh? Blue Monday. The song, Blue Monday. You ever heard it? Well, what is that? It goes, uh, how does it feel to treat me like you do? It's got this really heavy techno shit at the beginning. Anyways, the trailer, they have this fucking techno music, and it's all this 80s shit. They got like 80s TVs, and then they play this epic music at the end where she's flying through the air and shit. And that's like, it takes you 
almost three hours to get to any of that stuff, and none of it is like how they presented it in the trailer. Uh, wait, so Shane, explain to me what happened. I feel like there was a gap there. He, you grant the wish, you got one wish, and that was it. Then how did how did the woman become Sheena? Then she really asked for her wish was to become like Diana. She asked her to become an apex predator. Yeah, she had, she had, so, transformed into cheetah. Yeah, she had asked to become an apex predator, and he decided to great. He decided to grant the wish later. He still he Let got him, enough to where he, he could decide when to grant the wishes. but he got powerful enough to where he could grant you more than one wish. Uh, tell him John, how it is, Nico. You are, but you know, it's magic, John. It's magic. <laughs> And it was a wish, you know. He he got to manipulate. Like he could make somebody else wish for him. He's like, don't you wish you could be a cheetah? Oh yeah, I wish you could be a cheetah. And that's how it happened. Well, he got to where he could he could control it. How it happened, Nico? Yeah. But did I, <laughs> did I miss the part where he said it's a give and take? Did I miss that part in the movie? Like, hey, you go rich for this, but I'm going to take this from. I I missed that part. Did I miss the part where they explained that it was a give and take thing? Yeah, he kind of he kind of glossed over it. It wasn't it wasn't really fleshed out. But yeah, basically it's a, a wish for a, a whatever. You, there's a, a Wonder Woman had said there's a cost. Like she was explaining it was a it was a gift from the gods, but there always is a curse. There's always a cost to it, and that's basically what it was. It's like and so Chris Pine says, oh, well, it's like the monkey's paw. You get your wish granted, but you lose your most valuable possession. She said, yeah, exactly. What? Okay. So how did her powers come back when it was it was Barbara that took her powers from her, but she negated her wish and gave her powers back? That's a part I don't understand. I don't I don't understand that part. But, but I, he, but, he's fucking gone. Doesn't mean get powers back. That bitch took him. That don't mean shit. When, when he renounced know. when he renounced his wish, he said everything back to normal. Everything went back to the way it was. Like all it. Pretty much none of that shit happened. The wall in that Arab country went down. No, the oil no. went back. The, no, everything no. went back to normal. I negate my wish, and that's it. Chris Pat away. How did that give her her powers back when Barbara took him from her? Barbara didn't negate her wish. How did she get her powers back at that point? Like that's part. Of like I like that's a whole. Like how that how does that matter? You know when the when the her wishing. When the stone became weaker, she became more powerful. She got her powers from Zeus back. Because did she wish to the trade for Pratt was her? Y'all ain't making no damn sense, man. <laughs> it's magic, boy. It's magic. <laughs> magic. I don't know, John, David. I have to watch it again to figure it out. <laughs> Only saw see, it. See, Shane watches movies, John. He don't actually watch the movie. <laughs> Like I said, maybe there's a part of the movie I missed, Shane, where she said, oh, I, I would give anything. Maybe there's a part she said that I would give anything for you, and that's what it was. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I missed that part somewhere. When when he went away, when he when Chris Pine went away, that's when she got her Pretty powers back. Okay. Because but, she, gave, she gave up her wish. It didn't matter who was in charge of the wishing. That was her wish was to have Pine back. <laughs> the he comes back. <laughs> that's a cult. cult name, the wish. <laughs> he comes back. And then she says, she realizes that she fucked up, that because she got him back, she's losing her abilities. 
So she renounces the wish so she can get her abilities back, and he's got to go. We'll we'll watch it in detail again, and, and I, you know. I thought the invisible jet was cool. I mean, the power, you know, is convenient, but I thought it was cool. Hey, it's an invisible jet. It's neat. That, that part of that scene was cool. Same thing, Shane. How, how long you'll fight this bitch? How long? Okay. All right. You get, okay, let's fly through the clouds. All right. Oh, fireworks. Okay, let's fly the fireworks. You're right. Was, well, yeah, you could just show us the flying jet. We didn't need to see all that bullshit. I mean, every, every scene, like, it's like every other scene, they dragged out. Yeah. Wink for you. Here's yeah. this. Oh my god! <laughs> and that what do you think about uh, old Linda Carter there at the end, the original Wonder Woman, OG Wonder Woman? That was, that was, you can, yes, you could tell she was elderly. And they weren't doing lots, but that was kind of cool. She just ah, fuck you, log. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was cool. But does that mean she's going to play a role later? You think? Probably if they do like another crossover, like an Infinite Earths thing again. Where they have everything cross over because she's in, she appears in Supergirl. She was the president of the United States in Supergirl. So that's what I think. Because, like, okay, they put her, they might make her somewhat villain, maybe like a super cool superhero later on in the next. Because overall, she said there's three more, the three more the director wanted to do, and the next one puts they, they take place in modern time. You know? Well, thank God. Stop going to the past, man. Stop going to the 80s. All right, boys, we're going to wrap this one up. It's been an hour. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. All right, Aaron, take care of you.